Hello and welcome back to After the Whistle Sports Podcast. I'm Dylan and I'm joined by Jack again. And we're going to be doing our week seven uh, college football recap and looking forward to the next week. And I just want to start off by saying that last Saturday might have been the best day of college football I've witnessed in, in terms of being a fan. We it was had, pretty unbelievable. Throughout the day, we had outstanding matchups with crazy endings, um, just outstanding performances by players. We started off with Texas, Oklahoma in the big robbery match that ended in the most Texas fashion you could even imagine. <laughs> um, we had, we had uh, former number one overall NFL draft pick favorite Spencer Rattler being benched in the game. Yeah. For freshman Caleb Williams, who then came in down 28 to 7 and won the game for Oklahoma. We then went to uh, Iowa Penn State in a complete Big Ten defensive field position game where Iowa, again, it seems like they're just trying to prove me wrong at this point because Iowa looked good again and got another quality win. Um, we have in the AP poll, we have, we have Iowa ranked number two. Are you kidding me? And then to finish <laughs> off the night, we had Alabama losing to Texas A&M. I can't believe it. I mean, Honestly, get, it was incredible. Get, after, like, last couple of weeks of us saying how big of a gap there is between Bama and Georgia and everybody else, like, we get to wear the dunce caps. Like, that was Dude, just- we talked about last week how Bama could beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that but might have not, been satire. Not Jimbo but that's the Texas curse. A&M. That's the curse, Jack. We, we I mean, cursed Bama. Them, them losing to Mr. AM losing to Mississippi State and then the next week coming out and beating Bama was frankly just unbelievable. And I honestly, still, how did that happen? I, I'm going to say right now, Nick Saban was just thoroughly outcoached. Jimbo <laughs> Fisher had a, you, you laugh at that, but it's true. If you rewatch the game, Jimbo Fisher at almost all levels of the game just had a better game plan. And we've seen Bama on the road. Okay. We saw him struggle against Florida on the road where they barely squeaked out a win. And then again today, Texas A&M, this Bama team is not – it's not last year's Bama team. Like, there are definitely problems on the offensive line. Um, they let – and I'm going to go into this, my players of the week, so this is actually a good segue. But my player of the week is, is Zach Calzada, who is the backup quarterback coming into the season for Texas A&M um, after the starter got hurt. He's – this is only his, like, third start. As a college quarterback, that's he was he was very bad actually in his first two starts. Um, really just terrible. Then he comes out here in the game of his life, and he he's looking like Jay Cutler when he played for Vanderbilt. Okay, <laughs> he's looking dominate. Uh, and he threw for three touchdowns, two hundred eighty-five yards, got the win. And some of those throws he was making just had an incredibly high level difficulty. Like you know the one where. In the fourth quarter, uh, I think in, in the yeah in the tie game to or to tie the game where he was on the like his own or on the Bama forty yard line and he got hit low and then threw an absolute dart to the end zone falling down. It's just crazy stuff. And then Texas A&M wins on the uh, last second field goal. Just crazy. That was a crazy game. I think, I mean, while obviously that game was nuts, the Oklahoma-Texas game was crazy. Penn State-Iowa was an awesome game. I don't even think you mentioned what I think was the game of the weekend. Arkansas-Ole Miss, 52-51 SEC classic shootout between two awesome offensive powerhouses after both getting 
hammered by Bama and Georgia the week before, respectively. My player of the week, despite them losing after not getting the two point wow. conversion, is, is this game, our first? Is this our first player of the week who was on a losing team? I'm not sure. It's possible. I KJ think it Jefferson is. of Arkansas threw for three touchdowns and 326 yards, one interception, but rushed 20 carries, including three touchdowns. That's absurd. Also, he, he is an absolute tank. He is six oh foot five, fast. And you watch him sitting in the pocket, and he gives you like that Cam Newton. He does not type look like guy. a quarterback. He looks like a tight end. It's unbelievable. He's hard to bring down. And you know what? They'll mean, run we, him. They'll we run give him the like honorable mention to Matt Corral, who also threw for two touchdowns and ran for two touchdowns after on 15 yeah. well, carries. Listen, but, Matt Corral shows up. He shows up on, on our play of the week, like as oh. an honorable mention every single week. Um, I have an honorable mention this week, and it's Caleb Williams, who I, I touched on earlier. Um, freshman quarterback for Oklahoma came into the game down 28 to 7. Okay. Everything's going Texas's way. Comes in for Spencer Rattler, and it's just absolutely outstanding. Runs the ball for like an 80 yard touchdown run, um, makes all the throws, and just is incredibly clutch to win the game. And unfortunately, I hate to say it, but Texas is not back. Um, Horns down. You, you cannot draw up a more Texas way to lose that football game, right? And at what point are they just like, Earth? like I don't I mean, know what to say. I do not know what to say about that team. They had that game in the bag. Like, it seems like they touchdowns. have the talent. Like, they, the new coach seems to be doing a good job. They just find a way to lose. It's, it's frankly that, unbelievable. And, you know, that's an awesome point because while watching that game, I'm like, how are they going to screw this up? Like, impossible. They're up by three touchdowns in the, in the first half. Like, how are they going to find a way to lose this game? And you know what? They did. So that's very impressive. Um, <laughs> but no I don't know. And you know what? It's just Texas's luck that Spencer Rattler is – or that Lincoln Riley is not stubborn, like not too stubborn. So like he decides to actually sub out Spencer Rattler, which we kind of saw that coming because he's been – he's been up and down the entire year. Definitely doesn't look like the number one quarterback in this class. Subs out Spencer Rattler. And then you actually see Oklahoma. Like, I mean, Oklahoma with Spencer Rattler just had problems. Casey Thompson threw for five touchdowns. This was not like – I mean, I don't know. That defense just collapsed. Like, they what? They went up 35 points in the second half yeah, after, it, and only scored 10. So that was that's terrible. That was tough to watch. And another just quick shout-out to Marvin Mims, Oklahoma wide receiver, who had maybe the catch of the year, the one where, oh, yeah. where he fell back into the end zone off like a 50-yard dot from Caleb Williams. Just incredible stuff um, for Oklahoma, of course. I think Oklahoma Texas. is a different team without Spencer Rattler. Like, I think they they're often Listen, they can move the ball against almost anyone. It's like if that defense – you know what? This is a much improved Oklahoma defense compared to years past. In years past, it's usually the defense um, is struggling and the offense has to take over. But we kind of see the opposite now. No, they, yeah. I mean, Texas offense is really good. They scored 70 points, what, like a week or two ago? Yeah. I mean, it, it just seems like Rattler is like Michael Penix right now. I mean, he just can't – the monster stole his talent. I, I don't know. <laughs> it, like, Caleb Williams got plugged into that offense. And they, it, I mean, the, the receiving yeah, talent, yeah. the running backs could finally do what like, He just I mean, made – okay. The difference for me from watching Williams and Rattler is that – Williams didn't seem to force anything. Like every throw Williams tried to make was 
was mean, something that he but saw. But how about Kennedy Brooks, who ran for 217 yards? I, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. okay, it's it's a Lincoln Riley offense. They're going to be good no matter what. But Caleb Williams is also going to be able to do it on the ground with his feet, which is another dimension that I think makes Williams the better quarterback. So I'm going to finish this subject by asking you a question. Um, who should be the starter in the future for, for Oklahoma? That's a tough one because, I mean, Spencer Rattler was, what, the Heisman favorite coming into the year? He was I mean, the Heisman favorite and the odds-on favorite the to be the first one. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> but I, he was going to be up know. there. He was going to be up there. I, I think you still got to rock with him. I mean, they got to figure it out at practice. He's, I mean, he's, he's talented. We've seen it. We saw it last year. We've seen it in some games this year. But what's going on right now? Cannot happen. And clearly, Caleb Williams played a much better game than that one. Yeah, and you know what? It's much better to have that quarterback problem that Oklahoma has than being Texas and losing in the way that they did. So, no, looking on the bright fair. side. I mean, they ended, They won the game. They're 6-0. They're what, ranked like top five now? Yep. Talking about rankings, let's go into our power rankings. And uh, <laughs> I think we both wanted to start off – oh, no, you have 12 teams ranked. I have 11 teams ranked, so <laughs> – I guess we, we don't actually put a number, like it's not like a top 10 ranking. My it's number just 12 like, on our top 10 list, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like whoever deserves to be ranked, I which is not know. many teams. So. No. I, this is okay, so, so let's start off with your number 12 team, I guess, because I don't have a 12th team, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got Oregon. They, I don't even think they, they didn't play this week, right? They just lost to Stanford the week before. I mean, I think, think they're still very talented. They beat Ohio State, who has been playing really well. They beat Fresno State, who's also pretty – good even though they've had some tight games as well uh you know Oregon 12 spot could easily move up if other teams lose and they get some quality wins coming up great um let's go on to uh my 11 team so <laughs> for my 11 I have Kentucky and I think I talked about this last week but I I really liked like just how this Kentucky offense works Will Levis is a great quarterback I I said it. I think and Will Levis, you know what? He was transferred from Penn State. And Penn State could have definitely used Will Levis in the game over the weekend after Clifford went out with injury. So uh, he's definitely leading this Kentucky offense. Um, I mean, they're undefeated. I, I don't know what to say. They're in the SEC. They're undefeated. They have a big matchup coming up this weekend against Georgia. This is like the classic SEC team is going to get blasted and they're going to fall out of the top – 10 or oh, I guess yeah. in our case the top 11 so I decided to be courteous and give them one week in the uh in the top 11 power rankings until they move down yeah I mean we'll talk about that game later for sure in my 11 spot I've got coastal Carolina you know I think at this point in the season the fact that there are just there, there are so many teams like we're ranking four and two teams right now, which is ridiculous coastal Carolina six and oh they've really only had one close game like to be fair you know they've the teams they've been playing aren't exactly setting the world on fire. I mean, you know, 53 to three win against UMass, who's like the worst team maybe we've ever seen. Hey, UMass um, got a win though. UMass maybe won UConn? This okay. UMass well, beat UConn in the battle of the worst possible football yeah, teams. So congratulations. Coastal Carolina, I don't really know what a Chanticleer is, which is their mascot apparently. It's a, it's a bird. It's, I think it's some sort of chicken. Okay. Well, uh, I'm ranking them 11. Nice. And you know what? I didn't, I didn't have my rankings, but I, I would put them at my 12th spot. So but also <laughs> like Wake, there's Wake Forest who's also undefeated. I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, a lot of these are just trying to fill. Listen, if, if I have a reason to rank 
to like or to not rank an, an ACC team, I'll just use that. Like I feel like at this <laughs> point, I don't have to rank an ACC team. So I just yeah, won't. Wake's probably my thirteen, but I mean, God knows at this point. Okay, let's move on to the actual rankings now. I feel like we got like the outcasts <laughs> out of the way. Um, and number ten, I have Oregon here. They lost to Stanford, which is a tough loss. But honestly, their loss to Stanford is is pretty similar to. Alabama's lost to Texas A&M. They both lost to three and two teams on the road. Um, the Oregon win uh, at Ohio State is what's going to keep them up. And I feel like until they lose another one, I have to include in my in my top ten because of that win. So th- there's nothing like super special about them. I think they're a fine team. I, I don't think that they're a college football playoff contender until I see a little bit more about them. But they're fine. Um, that's why I have my have them at my tenth spot. Yeah, my 10th spot, I've got Kentucky. You touched on it. I mean, they've been playing well of late. Obviously, beginning of the season, they had a close game with Missouri. They had a close game on the road at South Carolina. But re- last two weeks, they beat Florida and LSU, which are both talented teams. You know, they both had their fair share of struggles for sure. Uh, they're on the road at Georgia this week, which I would not want to do in any circumstance. I would never want to go there uh, and play them. And I don't think it's going to be pretty. But right now, I think the Kentucky Wildcats have earned their 10 spot. Okay. Uh, at number nine, and, and honestly, I'm just going to say it right now, from the sixth rank to nine, I have all Big Ten East teams. So in what <laughs> order you put them in, it's like it's like a puzzle. Like, yeah, it I matters do too, the actually. order a little bit, but, like, you can cut up the pieces sometimes and put them together. I guess that ruins the puzzle, right, if you, if you cut up the pieces? Don't want to cut up the pieces. Sure. That was a really bad analogy, <laughs> but at number nine, <laughs> I have uh, Michigan State here. Um, Kenneth Walker is, is really legit, and I think he ran for another game where he had, like, 180 rushing yards, a couple of touchdowns. Um, I think that they, they had a couple of receivers that had over 200 yards to the air as well. Peyton Thorne's been getting better every week at quarterback. They're good. Like, they, I don't think they've been really challenged yet with a, um, like a really tough offense. But I, as of now, like, I have to rank in my top ten. I think they're a really solid team. Yeah, my next four are all Big Ten East teams as well. So we'll see how that – I mean, who, who knows? Because these teams all play each other in the next couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, they're going to play each other. I think starting well, – It'll Halloween, shake Yeah, Halloween weekend is, is going to start to get intense because you yeah. have Michigan, Michigan State, and you have Ohio State, Penn State. Yeah, so I have Penn State at my ninth spot. I mean, they lost to Iowa. Obviously, Iowa's looked pretty good, uh, and it was a close game, and it was on the road. But, I mean, other than that, like, they've been good. Like, they beat Wisconsin, but Wisconsin's kind of been trending down. They beat Auburn, who's also been losing. I mean, besides that, it's just been, like, home cupcakes. I mean, I don't Listen, know. I'll tell you what, though. I think that if Sean Clifford doesn't get hurt in the game against Iowa, I think Penn State wins that game. That is a fair point, but, you they know. Were, now listen, with, with Clifford in, they were winning that game, and honestly – they, they looked is on he, pace. Is he going to be out for the foreseeable so future? I think, he has, I think he has a couple of broken ribs, but those okay. will actually heal in a little bit. So I think so he might I, be out I, next I'd imagine week, he but... probably won't be around for the Illinois game. They'll probably yeah. win anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd imagine he may, you know, at Ohio State, may be back. Don't think it's going to matter. I think they're going to lose either way. Yeah. yeah. Who do you got? Um, so. So my eight, I talked. So Penn State, by the way, is seven for me. At my eighth spot, I got Michigan. Um, really like great game over the weekend actually against Nebraska. And that Nebraska team, they're putting the pieces together, but just like Texas, they just keep shooting themselves in the foot. That's like I, 
you've watched Nebraska the last three weeks play against solid uh, Oklahoma lost by a touchdown, Michigan state lost in overtime. And the reason it went to overtime was because with the lead, they punted it to the wrong player. And so their coverage team was going towards one Michigan state returner. Whereas in reality, the punt went to another returner who returned it for a touchdown. So <laughs> just really tough. And in the Michigan game, um, it was a tie game with I think, less than two minutes left and Adrian Martinez fumbled the ball, which allowed Michigan to win the game in a field goal. So Nebraska is getting better and, and they're putting the pieces together, but they're just getting in their, in their own way. So I will not be, I think that in the big 10 West, I think the teams like Wisconsin and Iowa, I think Iowa can give, or Nebraska can give one of those teams a little bit of trouble and maybe come up with a win. Or they might just do what they've been doing and keep it within at one score and then and then losing on the most. Yeah, like, I don't really Nebraska know why you kind of went off on a tangent about Nebraska when you're. Sorry, I, about I really wanted to add it. I wanted to add that in there because <laughs> they never end up in our power rankings, but they're Nebraska, such an interesting Iowa, story. Texas. These are the teams we talk about every week for no reason. They live rent free. It's okay. Um, I have Michigan at eight as well. I mean, like you know, they haven't really had any like impressive wins in my opinion. Like I don't know. Like, I guess Washington and, like, at Wisconsin were pretty good. But, like, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll hammer Northwestern this week. Michigan State's the first real test. And then they've got Penn State and Ohio State, you know, sort of on the horizon as well. I don't think – I mean, this is definitely not going to be an undefeated team. Uh, yeah, no right. hate. No. I mean – They're coming they're out there with that? And they've looked pretty complete. They've looked very – I mean, I think they're, they're playing – they've got a high floor – but not a very high ceiling. In my you know what? As of now, my preseason prediction for Michigan was seven and five. So I'll definitely take whatever we can get. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? Six and oh right now. It's, I mean, they'll probably be yeah. seven and oh. Northwestern, like Indiana, the worst team ever. They beat Maryland. <laughs> That's a nine win at minimum. I mean, I don't know. So. Okay, let's move on. At number six, I got Ohio State. They're, they're looking like Ohio State now. So I don't know what to tell you. Like, they're just <laughs> looking like Ohio State. And that team is good enough to make the playoff. Yeah, There's we talked about Ohio State a lot. I have yeah. them at seven. We won't beat a dead horse. They absolutely destroyed. Who was it? Some pair of Maryland. Maryland. Both actually, both of them back to back. Yeah, you know they're. I mean, they're probably going to win the side of the conference, just like they always yeah. do. Let's uh, go to five. I, oh, no, sorry, <laughs> I didn't like get a pick. Sorry. No, no, no. no. I, that was my seven. My six is uh, Michigan State. I mean, you briefly mentioned it, but their offense looked great again. They haven't played many teams either and they've got a road test at indiana and then they play michigan the week after at home uh i think they win both these games i think they win at purdue i think they win at uh, first maryland I, I think this is going to be a 10 and 0 team going into their ohio state game we'll see obviously tough test but their offenses look very very good kenneth uh, walker you mentioned it i mean he's been unbelievable he's a hiding candidate i don't know i don't know about 10 wins for michigan state i don't know I, I, I think this could be a 10-win team. I think they will be a 9-win team. I don't know. Okay. Whatever. Who do you All have? Right, let's move on. F5, I was kind of debating where to put Alabama, but at the end of the day, like, they lost to Texas A&M on the road to an underranked team. That's really tough. They should definitely move out of the top four. But I'm trying to find teams that I think could beat Alabama, and it's very hard to do so because the only thing, like, worse than playing Alabama is playing angry Alabama. Like they're going to take out all their anger on Mississippi state this weekend. And it will not be pretty. Like I do not want to encounter angry Nick Saban coming off a loss this. Okay. Alabama 
and like unless they play Georgia, unless they when when they play Georgia, maybe they'll lose that game. But Alabama's not going to lose another game this season. I just don't see it. I do not see them losing another game. It's a wake up call. Nick Saban doesn't lose two. He's not going to lose two games in a season. I mean, we'll talk about this, but like the spread minus seventeen, even on the road, Mississippi State. That, that's a joke. Alabama's putting up 40 in the first quarter. Alabama by 50. I mean, okay. All right, let's you're, gonna, you're really not going to like this, but my fifth spot, I have Cincinnati. I mean, I know okay. we say, Again, why? For, for what reason every, are you... I say this every week. I just... I don't know. What I more mean, do they have to do? What more, do, you have to be, do you have to be... like? Do they have to be more undefeated? Well, they're probably going to be undefeated, and they're probably going to go to the college football playoff, and they're probably going to get absolutely destroyed by a real college football team. Cincinnati's good. I don't know what you're talking about here. I, I honestly don't. I'm ranking them. You were the one. The, you were the one who said that you're having you're having trouble ranking teams, but like I'm Cincinnati has to. Be. I think the four teams I have above would would obliterate Cincinnati. I just do. I just think the combination they played. They squeaked by Notre Dame. They should have lost Indiana. They they played. I mean, they played Temple. Temple was terrible. They did not, Jack. They did not squeak by Notre Dame. That game was in don't look at the score. That game was in Cincinnati's hands the entire time. They're up 17-0 in the first half. I don't know. Them by I think they could lose on the road to Tulane. I think they could lose to SMU. I think they could lose you and your to Tulane the road to Eastern Carolina. You and Tulane, no. I, no, I you're incorrect. Cincinnati, you're just wrong. They could lose a game this year. I think they could lose a game for Where's sure. Where's the loss coming? Where's the loss I coming? think it could be Tulane, SMU, or Eastern Carolina. One of those three games. SM, calling it right now. SMU, okay. SMU is the only game where I would even give, like, Tulane and Eastern a single-digit spread. Even you yeah, I don't know. We'll see. You're just you're incorrect. Five, number you're five. You're just wrong. Five is a five. good ranking. It's oh, just, no, it's a terrible. I have the Cincinnati. Five. Are you kidding? We me? talked about BYU last week. What would happen to them? They lost to freaking Boise. You're not, Jack, don't compare school. Cincinnati to BYU. Come on, you you and I both know that Cincinnati's like a legit football program. No. Okay. Well, I'll Number talk about Cincinnati when you see It's a bad program. Jack, no, 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 Jack, no, no, no. That's, I think that's they're disrespectful. Legit. They're undefeated. Yeah, but they're it's undefeated. just disrespectful. They don't have any big wins. I don't know what to tell you. Big wins? Okay. Come on, dude. Okay, they beat everyone in their schedule. If, I don't really want. if you're telling me if Cincinnati plays Alabama right now, that Cincinnati would beat Alabama. Because you just ranked them higher. You think they'd beat Bama? You think they'd beat Nick Saban? No, they would not. No, they would not. You know it. Okay, know fine, fine, fine. Let's see. Let's see. By that logic, let's see who you have above Bama. Like, if we're going to use that, you think Iowa's going to be Bama? Iowa plays Bama. Iowa loses by 30. What? I think that's – I think that may be accurate. It's power ranking. But that's guy. what they've shown. I mean, Bama – It's just power I get, the, I get it's power ranking. I get that it's power ranking. Okay, that means whatever. I would rather – I just disagree. I, mean, I disagree. Bama can I, lose. I would rather play Cincinnati than Bama 100 times out of 100. I would rather play – honestly, I would still rather play any team other than Bama and Georgia. <laughs> Me too. This, so this, we is, this is the predicament. This is this the predicament with Alabama. Spot, A&M. J&M beats the spot. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's get done with this. We spent a lot of time on this. Number yeah, four, I, I got Oklahoma. We talked about Oklahoma. I'm just going to do my four through one here, and then you'll do your four through one. Right. And number three, I got Iowa. Um, again, they're proving me wrong. Like, once they play <laughs> an, a competent offense, they're going to get destroyed, but whatever. Um, Cincinnati at two. Like I, I just I explained that I disagree with you. Cincinnati is a good All football right. team. They're a playoff team. Number one, I got Georgia. Like we're gonna call them like the soul crushers or something because they were literally like their front seven will just dominate the entire game. They're not even let you run. Yeah. yeah. All right. My four. I've got Bama at four for the reasons aforementioned in the last 
six weeks of the podcast. Three have Oklahoma. We talked about that. They're offensively good. Two I have Iowa. Maybe they'll be number one. I don't know. Um, I would love to see Iowa number one. Iowa, should they rank at number one? I don't know. Whatever. Maybe Georgia will lose this game. I don't know. Number one, we've got Georgia. I mean, they're, they're yeah. a behemoth. They're a force of nature. They're not going to lose any team that is not based in Tuscaloosa. Nice. Okay, let's move on to our week seven predictions. I have a couple of games out here. We're going to do the same format as last week. We're going to go through the games and kind of give uh, a little, like, opinion and score prediction. Uh, Let's go to a Pac-12 game. Um, We have California taking on number nine, Oregon. Oregon should win this game, but then again, it's the Pac-12. I don't know. Like, the Pac-12, what we've seen from that conference is that anything that should happen won't happen. And everything that seems impossible will happen. So, I mean, it, I honestly think it will be a good game. But I would like to see Oregon come out and have an actually dominating defensive performance. That's what I want to see. I just want to yeah. see the defense show up. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the spread is 13 and a half. I honestly think that's pretty criminal. Both these teams are coming off a of bye week. Uh, the game is at Oregon. And Berkeley has just been terrible. I mean, they're one and four. They lost to like Nevada, Washington State. Like, are these real football teams? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, Oregon's defense, they are talented. Like, how much more talented they are than Berkeley? Uh, they have a lot of injuries, though. And by the way, this is a nice, uh, great point to note that I think CJ Verdell, running back for Oregon, is out for the season with an injury. Really? That is interesting. Really, that it is really interesting. sucks. Uh, I mean, but I, I think Oregon's got depth. Uh, I think they definitely win this game pretty handily. They should win. But again, Pac-12, it's on a I Friday night, win. I think. It's a Friday night in the Pac-12. It is a Friday like, night. How much voodoo can you possibly put in? That is a lot of voodoo. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go to uh, UCF against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's going to wipe the floor with these guys. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, um, no, I like UCF. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think UCF keeps it closer than 20 and a half. I think they're not a terrible team. Like, obviously, they're on the road, and obviously, we kind of beat the dead horse about Cincinnati. But, I mean, UCF just beat Boise State, or beat Boise State. Boise State just beat BYU. This isn't a terrible team. I mean, they beat East Carolina last week. East Carolina's not bad. I think they may be coming off a bye as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I expect awesome. to keep it close. Also, go on Twitter and check out UCF's jerseys they're going to wear for the weekend. They're really they good. Cool. Yeah, really? they're really, really cool. That is important to know. Yeah, UCF. Actually, UCF's done a great job with jerseys this year. <laughs> they constantly have some fire stuff going on there. Um, let's move on to a Big Ten matchup, which I think is one of the more, I don't know if like likely is the word, but just one upset alert that I'm kind of looking at. Michigan State against Indiana. And we've seen Indiana – but you got to expect that at some point they're going to put the pieces together, right? No. They have to do it for one game. I think they could do it for one game. They have a gauntlet of a schedule. We have to play Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Penn State. But, and I think they also play Iowa too. Yeah, no, they have a really tough schedule. But I feel like for one of those games, they will put the pieces together and have some rem- resemblance of last year's uh, Indiana team. That's just like my, th- my thinking behind it. No, I'm not with you. I, I no. think Indiana's – I don't. I think they're frauds. I don't think they're ever figuring it out. I think Michigan State is going to blow this team out of the water. Even on the, the line. Road. By the way, the line I think is minus four and a half. I'm literally betting on it as right now. That that's a lot. Okay. Okay. That's a lot. I mean, come on. Let's go on a uh, Big Twelve matchup, and it is number twelve Oklahoma State is undefeated. 
and a, uh, I guess like, I don't really know what the AP poll does here by like making the 25th team. They made a Clemson last week and this week they made a Texas. Like, I don't like that. There are other teams that should like UTSA, the Roadrunners. Who, if oh, you remember, the U- they beat Twitter Illinois. loves talking They're about still UTSA. undefeated. Rank UTSA in that fifth spot or that 25th yeah, that's, spot. That's actually true. Listen, a neutral site game when you take UTSA or Texas. <laughs> Texas. Okay. But again, well, that's, I mean, that's not the point of the You're polls. telling me they can get they can tackle B. John Robinson. I don't know. That'd be tough. But um this game is interesting because to be honest, neither team deserves their ranking. They just don't. That's true. I think Texas wins this game. Like, that's, I just think Texas – Bijan Robinson, like, was really good. Their offense was incredible last week. But I'm a little, – I'm a little confused by why Texas is five-and-a-half-point favorite. Like, Oklahoma's rank, Oklahoma State is ranked 13 spots ahead of them. Yeah, but the, yes, only, ra- Jack, the only reason Oklahoma State's ranked is because they haven't played anyone and they're undefeated. I mean, they haven't done anything. State's not bad. Baylor's not bad. Boise State's not bad. I don't know. I, I think I'm going to take Oklahoma State in this one. Oklahoma State is led by I might, my – I might sprinkle the money line. I don't know. Yeah. My, my, my guy, uh, Spencer Sanders, quarterback for Oklahoma State, who I, I mentioned – like, I, I talk about him almost every podcast, and those random, like <laughs> – <laughs> we just have to mention him a little bit. Uh, let's go on got to the SEC. We got Auburn against Arkansas. I mean, this should also, like, be another, like, weird kind of – interesting game i feel like these are two like voodoo teams like auburn always seems to like beat teams they shouldn't lose the teams they shouldn't and then arkansas seems to like be up and down in terms of how they play but i think arkansas wins this game um it's gonna be close though yeah i like arkansas as well i mean they're at home auburn's auburn's kind of struggled recently to be honest um I mean, they, they just lost to Georgia. Obviously, Georgia's very good. They did beat LSU on the road, but LSU kind of sucks. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think we agree. That should be a pretty close game, though. Um, let's go to the SEC game day matchup, number 11, Kentucky, against number one, Georgia. And real quick, I just want to mention this now because I'll forget to do this another time. Will Levis, who I've talked about, is, of course, the quarterback for Kentucky, um, he was probably the only reason why they beat Florida in the first place was his outstanding play, but there's more to him than just being a football player. He actually has like a, a large following on social media. And you know what he does? He eats the banana with the peel on it. What are you talking? About? No, no, no. Look it up. I'm not kidding. I, I like, I don't know how I fell upon this information, but there's a video <laughs> of him after the win last week, eating the banana with the peel. And there's another video of him on a separate occasion. <laughs> Of him making coffee with mayo instead of cream. Look, you are not going to get this content on any other sports podcast. I, I don't know where you found that information. No, no, but Jack, Jack, Jack. That is deeply disturbing. That information <laughs> is deeply disturbing. With that, I'm going to say Georgia minus 23 and a half. Give it to me. That leads me to this, Jack. So, so you, you take Georgia minus 23 and a half. I don't know. That's a lot make, of points. Hold up. Can we make a little wager here? The loser of the wager has to do what Lil, Will Levis does and, and eat the banana with the peel on it. Oh, Are no. you willing to do that? We'll do it. We'll do it during the podcast next week. <laughs> eat a banana with the peel, like like one bite or the whole banana. What do you want? I mean, he says it tastes good. He says it tastes like banana bread. Okay, I want to talk about the fact that the over-under in this game is 44.5 in an SEC game. That's like a statistical anomaly. 
And it's like, I don't even yeah. think either side is really like that much of a, you know, favor on that. But I would probably take the over on that one. I would probably take the over as well. I don't I, know. 23 I, and a half is a lot of points, but I think Georgia is definitely going to win this yeah. game by a lot. That's I'm going to go to my. All that banana voodoo. I'm going to go go to my prediction here. And you know what? If you put mayo in your coffee, I feel like you kind of deserve to lose at this point. Um, Georgia's just going to win big. Their defensive line is just so much better than any offensive line unit they face the entire year. All right. Hey, hey, I want you to eat the banana with a peel, though. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I'll say. I will eat eat a banana with the peel of Kentucky Beach, Georgia. Sam, I'll, I'll do the same thing. Okay, that's fair. We that's have fair. this on air. We'll do it during the next podcast. It's not going to happen. Hell, maybe coffee with mayo. I don't know. That sounds pretty freaking gross. Both? But no, we're going to get Alabama just, to lose we'll, again. We'll both see a banana with mayo. mayo on. Okay. Okay, let's move on to a Big Ten matchup. Purdue, Iowa. Iowa's going to destroy them. Um, oh, really? Just, oh, this guy. Where's your, where's your Iowa shirt? You got to put it on. Oh, it's in the mail. I ordered the Iowa shirt. I've been losing. Okay. I will say with the wagers, I've been losing a lot of these. So maybe we we might be eating the banana with a peel. I don't know. If Um, Georgia loses this week, I mean, I would like podcast over. We're done. Listen, I would, if Georgia loses this week, I will eat the banana with the peel and I'll dip it into coffee with mayo. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta like make a 180 here. We gotta turn this thing around. Um, <laughs> let's go to number yeah, 19. I was gonna beat. Yeah, I was gonna destroy. I was gonna win. I think we agree. Um, let's go to BYU against Baylor. BYU is coming off a pretty bad loss to Boise State. Uh, I think Baylor is coming off a loss to Oklahoma State. That's pretty bad. Uh, B- BYU is ranked though, so we we wanted to include it here because I think Baylor. I think Baylor maybe if they aren't favored. It's like a, a really low spread. Why is BYU still ranked? I mean, yeah, because they, they only have they, one loss and they're a pretty solid team. Okay. No. Oh. I well, I think Baylor's gonna win uh, at home. I, and Baylor at home looked pretty solid. Yeah, what's minus the spread on this one? The one loss against Baylor's minus State. six. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think Baylor will win too. Yeah, these I are agree both with that. poverty programs in my opinion. Now let's move on to an interesting matchup. Uh, <laughs> Ole Miss against Tennessee. And if you have been watching Tennessee recently, which, I mean, I would probably judge you if you if you have been watching Tennessee recently, <laughs> but they've actually looked like a competent football team, which, y- you know what? That's not really something you can usually say about Tennessee. But I don't know, man. I, I, as much as I've liked Ole Miss, I think Tennessee can keep this one close. Really? I don't know. I'm not with you. I, I think Ole Miss, oh, by the way, Ole Miss is only favored by three points. So Vegas kind of agrees with me here. Yeah, I I, I might sprinkle the Ole Miss minus three. I, I don't know. I mean, Tennessee's played – I mean, like, oh, you beat South Carolina, you beat Missouri. Like, whoop-de-doo. I don't know. Like, they, you, I watched that whole game against Pitt. This is, this is not a team I want anything to do with. Ever. They're getting better. I, I don't know. The, I think Ole Miss – Ole Miss, I mean, Arkansas is a great team. Uh, they they played Bama on the road pretty close. They hammered Tulane. I, I think Ole Miss is going to run away with this one, even yeah. on the road. I, I think Ole Miss wins, but I think this is close. I, I would say like a one touchdown or less. I mean, this is going to be a close game. I think they win by 10. We'll see. Okay. Let's move on to our final Pac-12 game. Uh, Arizona State against Utah. 
like Utah's coming off of a dominating win against USC, which I think it's the first win at USC in like maybe like eight years or something. Um, pretty crazy, but I don't know. Like this game is, I think, a toss-up game. Um, I think Utah wins. I'm not sold 100% on ASU. They are ranked, um, but I'm just not. I don't know. Like this seems like a game where a- ASU is going to go in and just lose in the most ridiculous Pac-12 fashion. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say just flip a coin. Like I think you know, Oregon versus Cal seems like a lot easier one to predict. You know, this one, like, I don't know. Who, who knows? Arizona State's on the road. Both these, I mean, both these teams have beat teams that seems like they shouldn't have beaten and lost teams seems like they shouldn't have lost to. Uh, I'll take Arizona State. You know, they played well. They just beat uh, UCLA and then Stanford. Stanford, you know, beat Oregon, obviously. They've won three straight. Uh, but, you know, Utah won two straight. I, I don't know. They lost to San Diego State. That, that's not a yeah. good I, I think Arizona State probably wins this one, but who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I kind of agree with you there. Um, anyways, it should be an awesome week of football. Yeah, there are a lot of really good games. Not yeah. as much as last week, but it should be a good week. There, there are a couple upset opportunities here that I, I, I think is a little bit interesting. Oh, yeah, no. I, think, I mean, I, I would weekend. be shocked if, and I mean, we don't see a top 10 team lose again. Yeah, because that's like the norm this season. We've had top-ten teams lose every week. But, yeah, I, I would bet at least one, if not two, top-ten teams lose. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening. Uh, excited for the season, or for the next week, actually. What are we talking about the season? I'm excited for the next week. Tune in uh, for our week. basketball one. Yes, too. tune into the basketball. We're doing short 20-minute episodes going through each, uh, like, preseason basketball outlook for each power conference. We already posted the Big 12, which was a really great episode. Uh, we're probably going to be doing maybe – some group of five rankings next next week or I guess this week. Um, so stay on the lookout for that. We'll be back next week. Go blue. They're on the bye week this week. But should be a great week of football. Don't put mayo in your coffee, please. Um, no, don't eat bananas with the peel. I don't know. Have, <laughs> go Bruins. Okay, thanks for listening.